punishment they're going to get. But obviously, well, I mean, for the, the sake end- of the movie, they're going to have to get let out on like some mental illness charge or something. No, no, no. I reckon she's like locked up and she's trying to, or you know, it's now the well, dude. Well, so getting like- raped and shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> super dark. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't everyone in prison get raised? I don't know. Becomes know. a suicide bomb. No, but it's in a dude, Oz, right? that's and what she, happens. The incel dude's trying to like convince the cops that hey, no, I'm actually you know Sally. You got you know we body swapped. And it's like what the fuck? This dude's crazy. The incel dude. Uh, so it's the whole you know injustice of the body swap. While the hot chick is you know running around been queen cheerleader or whatever the fuck it is oh dude and you get to see the incel guy's journey in the hot chick's body where like he initially posts something on social media and then he's like what the fuck i got ten thousand people liking this shit no nah, i'm thinking like you know the now but, that he's a cheerleader she's going to get with the the quarterback jock but like bite off his dick or something you know <laughs> like to get revenge <laughs> okay <laughs> I was thinking it's going to be his descent into like basically going into porn, like OnlyFans and shit. Like, like he maximizing gets, money. But it's not even so much the money. Like initially it's just getting addicted to the attention and the money's like oh, a okay. bonus bit. Like he's like, oh my God, I get all this love. And then because the even though he's not gay, the quarterback or whatever starts liking him and everyone's like, oh my God, Sally. He's so cool. Like the quarterback's keen, and the only way he can maintain the level of popularity is if he starts dating the quarterback, and then the quarterback oh, like a, mainly yeah. maybe takes him out like on a date, and he's like, oh, I don't know, I don't want well, to go any aggressive. further. Yeah, but the quarterback's like, come on, like you said you like me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he'll be, he'll be in the lookout. <laughs> he's, he's got the convertible and he's aggressive. But it's Why like the incel me? learns that oh, being a hot girl isn't all it's cracked up to be. That's that's the moral of the story. It's time to maybe we'll edit that out. Who knows? <laughs> but there's been a lot of death in the world, man. There's been a lot of death in the world. Yeah. How are you feeling about it all, man? Uh, it's pretty shit. About I, Bobby the dog. <laughs> Bobby the dog, man. Fuck, I, I actually, Bob- I'm still feeling depressed about that screenplay idea. Um, who's what Bobby? Who's Bobby the I dog? Know. I just saw a fucking light heart news pops up. Bobby, the world's world's oldest dog ever, <laughs> ever. I didn't know. Dies at thirty one, man. It's got like this old dog, kind of looking depressed next to a Guinness uh, World Records kind of plaque or something. Yeah, it makes you think. Like, really, you should not be getting a dog until you're like eighty years old. <laughs> Why you can't deal with the trauma of the death? Well, because otherwise you so- just. If you buy a dog and you're younger than 80, you're buying a dog funeral. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm but when you're 80, you're probably not going to be, able to look after, be able to look after the dog well. Oh. Okay. I, know, so I, just thought, I just thought, I just thought, well, I was just thinking the moral of the story that I took from it, or whatever you want to call it. Hmm. So I don't know, like 30, it's kind of like weird how a dog can be so old but so young, you know? Anyway. Oh, like young by human standards. Yeah, like it's like this thing's like on his deathbed looking old and shit. It's like, bro, you're only 30, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But I mean, that 31 years would have felt like so much longer than our life. Because he's living his whole life as like the, the equivalent of like a, a, three-year-old, a three-year-old. <laughs> a three-year-old royal. Like just completely <laughs> in the present 24-7 well, getting fed. Like yeah. getting to just... Like 
the most stressful thing it has to deal with is it ate too much food when it shouldn't have and got told off. Or the owner's left and you're just worried about where's where's your master. B, you get used to that and then you just go, oh, well, I guess I'll just sleep or do whatever I want. Yeah, I guess like if you're kind of like on holiday constantly, would life feel like it's so much longer or slower? Anyway. B, you're not conscious of past or future. So your yeah. life is going to feel like an eternity. You know what I mean? You know when you're a kid and you go on holiday and it's two weeks and it feels like it was seven months? Yeah, I guess so. It's like the line, the witch in the wardrobe. Like everything feels like it's forever. Like you go, maybe you go to the beach and stay in cabins with your family and you you become best friends with whoever's in the same campsite for a week. Yeah, everything's new and stimulating. And it feels like like it's forever and then you never see them again. So... A dog's life is like a holiday for a kid for their whole life. So it must feel like 150 years. Well, yeah. Well, with the Western dog, probably like uh, Bobby, uh, not the street dogs of Pakistan or whatever. Yeah, or Thailand. Yeah. All right. So maybe Bobby, it's like a, you know. But maybe their lives are better. You know, like the T-Rex wants to hunt. Maybe the dog wants to roam around the streets and get scraps. Yeah. Yeah, like our homeless. They've still got their balls and shit. and shit, whereas the ones. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just still whatever the fuck they want. No no collars, no. Yeah, arm. like they're skinny, but. Don't have know. to shit outside. Shit wherever you want. Yeah, shit wherever you want. Fuck who you want. And you actually get to impregnate bitches, like literal bitches. Whereas the <laughs> house dog, it's by itself Probably all the time. Doesn't get. Probably doesn't get one bitch in its entire life. Yeah, <laughs> but it's got the opportunity. The house That's... dog. Oh I'm right, about the house dog. Oh okay. <laughs> I thought you meant it was like an insult, insult street dog that just can't get bitches. Okay. Yeah, the house dog, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house dog like can't some... do shit. What are those opera singers that get the balls cut off? It's like that. Yeah, the yeah Castrati. You know I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, all right, rest in peace, Bobby. I don't know. Who, are we concluding? I don't know if we conclude he's got a shit life or a good life. But we can conclude. We conclude that a dog's life is nuanced and complex. It's a, it's a reflection of the human condition. Yeah, uh, basically. Uh, what about steam engines? Like I'm thinking, you know how the whole Roman Empire. We we're talking about that last week. Are you talking about like trains ago. or the? Yeah, train. Game, okay. <laughs> not not, uh, not uh, We can talk about the actual valve steam engine, <laughs> which will make sense to some people. To other people, they'll think it's just a mechanical device. Yeah, uh, steam engines. Yeah, they're fucking sick. Like steampunk is pretty fucking popular genre for that reason. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like I, just, I don't know. Recently, so for some reason, I just looked up how a steam engine works. Like I already had a general idea, but I thought, you know, I'm gonna look this up, and I'm like. I could probably build a steam engine if I really wanted to. That would be functional, you know? Well, yeah, one of my mate's dads is, like, really into steam engines and would actually build, you know those ones you can sit on and go around tracks? Like a little train, yeah. Yeah, like a little train. You just have, like, a little hand shovel and you put coal into it and it goes around. He he used to build those and, you know, he'd sell them for, like, 10, 20, 30 grand. He ended up working on Puffing Billy. And now he's but, like the chief engineer I like, of that. I like he just, like just dropped drop Puffing Billy. Like the audience knows what the fuck <laughs> oh, yeah. he's talking about. I just realized. Everyone in uh, Melbourne's going to know about it. 
data. Not even Mel. Like probably like how? Probably like twenty percent of Melburnians. I know don't reckon, Yeah, maybe everyone in the west and north side I'll, wouldn't know. I watched a Vice video on like out of Melbourne, and like the person said, "Oh yeah, puffing Billy's up here," but like the whoever captioned it said like. Puffer Billy, like a <laughs> oh right, so they don't know like a drug reference or something. Yeah, but, yeah, it's the name of name of an old like steam train that's you know now you know tourist train. You know people. Yeah, go I reckon they they have those all over the world, like old tiny yeah, train sure. rides. Yeah, I think yeah, there's probably a bunch in Australia, uh, let alone around the world. Japan yeah, has some, of course. You know they love their trains. Steam trains are fucking sick, man. Yeah, I, know. I don't have a I humorous just, take on these. Like, if I start <laughs> no. talking about them, I'll get full fucking nerd. Really? You into it that much? No, as in, oh, no. it's like a symbol of fucking freedom. Like, freedom. it's like, yeah, well, like, the train yeah, was on. the first time that a commoner could travel a long distance because no one can afford fucking horse and carriages. All of a sudden, someone in fucking New York can go across America. People in the UK can go all over the UK. So horses, really? I thought horses and shit. What about horses? Couldn't they do horses? Yeah, there was, was horses, what? but it's... How rare more, were horses, like, back pre but th- Think rail. about how hard it would be to, like, travel 10... Oh, what, how, what's distances? Like, a thousand miles, so, like, yeah, yeah. What, a thousand 1,500k's. Well, <laughs> Travelling that in a horse-drawn carriage versus a train, like, it's night and day. Yeah, all right. And also, like, how far you can get, you know, it's just different levels. Yeah, and probably the mass transit, energy uh, conversion and all that shit. It's like uh, the, there's all uh, these... When trains started becoming popular, that's when all these novels started coming about and apparently, like, all the romance novels are, like, people meeting at train stations because it's, like, the first time you can get out of your own hometown. You can meet it's strangers like, you know, the and airport. shit. Yeah, the whole airport thing. It's the airport of the, the time. Points being, they're looking hot. You know, when you're in the airport, you're like you're hotter because it shows, you know, all that shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you get extra points. Uh, yeah, because it's like, it's almost like a different world. It's like things don't count at an airport. All right, talking about Melbourne stuff, because talking about Puffing Billy, I don't know. There's all this footage about neo-Nazis. Is like the home, like Melbourne's the home of neo-Nazis. You've been to Melbourne a bit recently. <laughs> Do you have any take on that shit? Like, why are the neo Nazis in Melbourne, man? Well, why there's are they in, like a, Sydney and shit. There's a lot of Jews in Melbourne, so maybe it's a reaction to that. <laughs> like, it's a natural reaction. Where you got Jews, man? You know they well, piss people off. Yeah, there's, <laughs> a little, there's a bit too many. Yeah. So, <laughs> obviously, I'm joking, but. <laughs> Uh, Obviously I'm joking I think it's just Anomaly or whatever You know Somehow There's a few neo-Nazis And Someone with aptitude To make a nice little club And then it just Probably blossomed In Melbourne You know Like a bikey gang Or whatever Are they all uh, So Are they like Sort of Anglo-Celtic Or I don't know man They just wear like I think they Went I don't know, they're dressed in black, all coordinated, like all the exact same thing and just walking around the city together and shit like that. Maybe it's because like, uh. like the work scene in Melbourne is the strongest for sure, right? Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking, like radical politics, you know, maybe on both sides. You know, people want to be sophisticated like in Melbourne, like being politically projecting yourself 
is like a yeah. m- more Melbourne culture thing. So maybe like it happens for the left, but also happens with like neo Nazis. Yeah, possibly. Uh-huh. I know that during the but whole fucking referendum, the inner city. Like I'm outing myself <laughs> where I am, but it, oh well, the cat's out the door. Yeah, whatever. Um, um, do you want to talk about the voice? So what was it like? oh, I'll tell you, ago. man. So I, I, <laughs> I didn't even vote. If I was able to, I would have voted no. Um, but I can tell you well, that... Why the, didn't you vote? Oh, because I went in there. about it. And I'm like, I've moved from interstate. Oh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, have you updated the electoral commission? I was like, oh, no, can't I just do it now? Like, I'm sure I've done that yeah. last time. Yeah. And they're like, no, you have to do this postal thing. Oh, no, they go, no, you have to either do... a postal thing which might not even work and you'll still get fine or you can go to one of the special polling stations which is hardly any in the state yeah yeah and you can do a special interstate vote i'm like i can't be fucked doing that the fine i was like how much is the fine 20 bucks Uh, and they're like yeah "Yeah, it's 20 bucks i'm like fuck that that's not even the it'd be more expensive to catch an uber there and back or whatever so yeah i know and the polls are already in so i already knew the result yeah, like well, either even if the poll was like fifty fifty, uh, it's not like <laughs> you're gonna change the national outcome. Oh, I would have been vote. a lot more motivated. There's a fucking curb your enthusiasm episode about this, so I would have no, been a lot more motivated. At least here's the thing: I would have felt like I wanted my voice to count. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the irony, and then you vote no. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, the only uh, what state or territory that was in majority yes was you know Canberra ACT. Yeah, because it's urbanised. Like it's so fuck. It's it pisses me off that people urbanized? find this surprising. I don't it, surprising. Urbanisation is extremely correlated to left wing voting. So any state, like, look at Queensland. Nah, that's the most rural state. Cities are always, if you look at any country, UK, USA, Australia, look at the left-right voting, all the left-wing votes are concentrated in cities, all the conservative votes are suburbs and regions. It was exactly the same with the yes-no thing. But Canberra's obviously bureaucrats, so they kind of understand and believe in policy and shit more than, you know, the bogans in the suburbs that are like, you know, ah, they're going to whatever you know the voice is gonna make it so they're gonna take my land away or some shit it's like okay bro uh but anyway no surprise with the outcome due to the polls you know seemed pretty straightforward inner city green kind of voting was all kind of you know pro voice and the outer birds it was fucking hostile man like because well i was sitting there talking to the guy about how i'm interstate and then i heard this girl sitting next to me and she's like oh i've just moved back from the uk so how do i do this so she was in the same scenario and i was like oh sorry for eavesdropping oh, yeah. i'm actually in the same scenario as you and i'm actually uh single as well like you <laughs> know, just she was like I'm good a- looking but i could i could <laughs> tell she was a fucking yes voter <laughs> i voted yes i'm putting it on the record because if you put it no uh yeah i know um <laughs> So what? Just say she's hot. If you voted yes, would you? You you prefer? Okay. How about this scenario? Well, it right? depends on the motive, dude. No, no. How about this? Oh. There's a uh, you yeah, get yeah. I'd t- want a sample. Yes <laughs> a sa- yeah, a sample. If random. You, I knew you were going to say this. Yeah. 
Random 10 people. And the female. only information I have about them is whether they voted yes or no. That's the only info I've got, right? Or like now the sample is produced from like a randomization of yes voters, like within 10 years of your age and they're single. Mm-hmm. And random 10 no voters. Who would you pick? And yeah. then you've got to somehow be with one for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. A thousand percent I'm going yes. A thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> because okay. no, like I think I I would guess that the motive of the no voters is not going to be the same as mine. Yeah, for sure. You get very few that like, I don't want the constitution to divide by race. A lot of them will be like, you know, these bastards, you know, work hard and why don't they work hard? It'll be like that kind of shit. Yeah, and it'll be like, you realise it's a change to the constitution. Do you know what that means? No. Like, yeah, that's the whole thing. Whereas I feel like people that are yes really why they're voting they don't know shit about the constitution or what it means or whatever but they they want fairness and they want to help people so it's like yeah, yeah obviously like i'm gonna go to yes yeah equity and all that shit yeah uh, that's the fucked up is, thing man like i'm voting no even though i've got way more in common with all the yes voters it's it was the yeah, whole thing like, was a fuck it's like 100 million bucks right or was it i think it was 70 yeah, to 100 400 million. million oh was it yeah Fucking elbow dude. He is such a fucking posturing douche. But that's only like 20 bucks per person, man. That's not bad. You know, to have this kind of, you know. But it was a waste of everyone's time and it just created all this tension. And and I've heard people talk about how it was, the nation's just gone through trauma. And I agree with that. It's fucking horrible to live through, like to build up. Yeah, I know, but... You know what, what? And it's not like I was happy. Like when the no vote won, there's zero like, yay. It's just like, oh, thank God that's over. You know what I mean? That's why you should have voted yes, man. If you would have, if the you funny voted, thing was when Elbow won, outcome. I was so fucking happy. I was like, yes, we did it. I wasn't that happy with Elbow. Nah, like, like Scomo sucks, well, right? Well, Don't okay, get me yeah. wrong, but My, yeah, you're right. I was more like, yes, Scomo's gone. Yeah, it wasn't so much elbow. I was like, okay, elbow it is. Yeah, if they're like a magic eight ball, the magic eight ball is going to be the, <laughs> the prime minister. You're like, yes. <laughs> oh, like, is it Scomo? No. Scomo. Okay, good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, policy. The eight ball's not liberal, is it? No. Okay, sweet. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to confuse. Ball. Yeah, that's going to confuse Americans. A, a center left eight ball. <laughs> yeah. That's my so, dream. Did you want li- to talk wait, about liberta- with yeah. libertarian leanings? Anyway, keep going. Really, libertarian? Fuck a no. little bit, because like libertarians one. are a bit more radical, but less. Libertarians are the grossest, man. The extreme ones are, yeah, for sure. Like a socialist, <laughs> that doesn't. That's an oxymoron. But anyway, fuck this. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's so fuck the other thing about. The voice, maybe oh, you said you no. might want to just talk about corporations supporting the Yes bandwagon. I know there's a bit of like, you know, Qantas, the main airline, was, you know, going with Yes and some people were questioning if, you know. Oh, I just, I saw, so Qantas, which is like our biggest airline. It's, it's uh, kind of former state airline, if that makes sense. I didn't know that. Yeah, it used to be owned by government. Oh, you know, like right. every country has like a state airline. Like oh. funded by government. Yeah. Did not know, I that. know that either. Like Cathay Pacific is like Hong Kong and there's probably heaps of other ones. What like is Air it? Philippines. You know Cathay Pacific? Oh, you said Cathay. Okay, I thought you said yeah, cafe. cafe. 
Cafe Pacific, the the best coffee one next in to the, the Pacific the Ocean. Airline. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said cafe. So, if you want it to be cafe, you can make a cafe if you want. Ah, uh, Cafe Pacific. So. I mean, the, t- the taste's not really that interesting, man. It's just basically like I saw sort of like a bunch of right-wingers, uh, like Sky News, going, oh, this backfired Qantas. And I was thinking... Yeah, I know. It, it 100% makes sense. Like, obviously, the, the, t- the people that vote yes are going to be the more upmarket people. So, they're the ones who are going to be flying. Yeah. We've talked about Qantas. that before, but I, okay. I don't think it's purely like a cynical marketing strategy to go, do we support yes or no? Mm. I think it is the people in power, executives, the kind of power narcissistic cunts. And they also want to, you know, push political agendas as well. They just, yeah. they're not satisfied with just making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year controlling an airline. They also want to do a lot more. You know? Yeah, for sure. But here's the thing it gets vetoed if it's not going to be a good financial decision. But because it wasn't vetoed by the, on who, that though, basis, the board. Like the board is still the same kind of vibe, you know. I'm sure there'd be marketing people. Like they're not going to just do it without the marketing people going. But the oh, executives yeah. would just be like, "How much is going to cost to fucking paint this, you know, plane?" All right, whatever. It, it, oh. Look, I guarantee when they go, "Oh yeah, can we just do a yes painting?" There would have been some fucking marketing person in the corner going, "Look, I, I don't see any major issues, you know, like it." We're looking at yeah. the polls and like the market. Are you people. racist, John? Are you <laughs> fucking racist? I tell you Did what. Did you see there's the not value be principle many that we sent around a week ago? Board. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Haven't you been to the diversity training, John? <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, suck a tail pod, John. <laughs> let's That's let's move Hicks on to reference. the biggest. Looks like the whole Israel and Palestine things resolved now. Looks like they've uh, yeah. set up a treaty, and Israel's giving thirty percent of the land back, and it would join on the Gaza Strip to the West Bank. So, you got any thoughts on that? You think it's a good conclusion? Yeah, I'm glad that it's all sorted out. <laughs> yeah. Finally, you know, how it happened, you know how it happened? How what happened? It was a uh, Pierce Morgan and Hassan Abi, the Twitch streamer. You know, had a convo and then they kind of drafted up the treaty. See, and this is what I'm talking about, man. We need to just get these smart people in a room and sort this shit out. Have so you been, we, like, your take, I think last take, you're kind of pro-Israel and I'm, like, pro-Palestine. And Wait, what do you mean pro-Israel or pro I'm pro-two-state solution. No, you're and saying that means like I'm genocide on the streets, right? <laughs> and that... The Palestinians, I think you said last week, had all I these said it's time to turn the West peace. Bank into a big bowl of glass with nukes. Nuke <laughs> them from orbit. Aliens, Fuck. two reference. Clip that, people. <laughs> what? Uh, clip that. That's why um, you got to watch Aliens, man. you got to watch Aliens, like the movie, number two. Oh, yeah. I've only, oh. I've only seen Resurrection, which everyone is... Yeah, the shit stuff. Yeah. No, just a quote that, you know, they're there on the ground... And Ripley, who's like Sigourney Weaver's like, I reckon we just fucking take off and nuke the whole place from orbit. Uh, well, where the aliens are. Yeah, they take off, go to orbit, and then they just nuke the, the, the planet. Wait, is that what they do? No, that's her suggestion because oh. she's like, fuck this. You know, you guys don't know what, you know, this is a shit show. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. Uh, Good old Ripley. But no. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, 
obviously it's still ongoing blah 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 i've just my my consumption of media has just been pierce morgan having convos with various people on both sides i think he had ben shapiro like i think it lasted two minutes on that one uh, i'm guessing he's well. a zionist he was a jew so uh you know how he is no, but I don't. There's a lot of Jews that aren't Zionists, man. Okay, yeah, but you know what I mean. You can predict what he's going to go. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's interesting how like Hassan, like you just think about now, like Hassan, a Twitch streamer, is now like on like big media, getting millions of views. Yeah, like, Pierce Morgan is the ultimate. Like he used to work for the fucking what was that phone tapping. Sun British, new, whatever it is, the Sun, right? Yeah, yeah, the Sun. It's like the most populous fucking paper. So he knows how to just get eyeballs, man. That's all he gives a fuck about. So this is the equivalent of the Daily Mail, but on like video, you know. It wasn't too bad, surprisingly. Like news.com.au, which is our right wing, you know, shit here, is always pumping. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd propaganda. say populist right, center right, still right wing. Like it's pro-israel propaganda constantly right is it uh yeah just all the stories are kind Seems of like all the media is pro-palestine and all the no, public are pro sorry all the media is pro-israel and all the commoners are pro-palestine that's what it feels yeah. like but i'm just saying like it's interesting how hassan someone like that is now like a commentator you know on in- international stuff on mainstream big media like this is like it's probably the biggest media on like being posted on youtube in terms of discussing the conflict you surprised like, though imagine, like he's a good looking dude and he's well spoken he's a, and he's pro-arabic and stuff yeah controversial probably get the views you know he's got They're everything being tactical he's yeah, got know, everything but it's, just, it's just how the world narcissistic has become now. he's like he's the tip he would have been on tv if it was the 90s yeah but if you went back in the 90s and go you know how this like there was the conflict was going on then, obviously. And if you said, you know how this is going to be debated, like at a mass scale in the future? Yeah. A dude that, that sits in front of Guys his computer. Guys on internet, yeah. Sometimes playing video games, you know. He used to, I guess he was kind of a journalist when he was with the Young Turks. Yeah, that's the thing. But and his cousin, he's like one of the biggest chink yeah. ergo or whatever. Hank whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was also interviewed by Piers later as well. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, was same there anything? Old, same old, right? Yeah, okay. I was going to say, was the interview like, any cool takes or same old shit? Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Su- surprisingly, Pierce like is not too bad. Like he's, you know, I mean, I've watched a lot of his Israel. content. Yeah, I saw I mean, him like, interview this... Pearl Davis. Do you know? You know the just Pearly things. Yeah, we've talked it, about it heaps, man. Go back a few, like 10 episodes to the listeners. Oh, if you want shit. To Do we already talk Remember? about how he ambushed her with the whole, what was that? Pearl, why are you singing songs about the Jews? Like, did you see that one? Singing songs? Yeah. Is this a recent thing? This is, I I think Pearl got cancelled. I don't see her pop up on YouTube or TikTok or anything anymore. Like what do you call it? Shadow band. All right. Is that what you reckon? I I think I reckon if I like looked her up I could find her, but it's not getting recommended anymore. Yeah, I know. She probably dropped off the algo. She was her takes were fucking stale. Like She's, what was it? She like? sang a song with her guitar and then with the lyrics were why can't we talk about the Jews? Like <laughs> Why aren't we allowed to talk about the Jews? <laughs> like, that was the song. And so she's been on Piers Morgan previously, and he was quite friendly to her. 
Uh, yeah. Back in the height of like the Andrew Tate popular. Well, he's kind of like, yeah, the anti-feminist type thing. That's yeah, what yeah. Is. yeah. So he was like friendly to her then. And then he brought her on a this time and I already had seen her take of the interview before I watched the interview and she was like yeah I was ambushed like five minutes before the interview started the producer goes just so you know we're going to ask you about the um that Jew song you released and we're going to go pretty so hard it was a recent you. thing it wasn't like this when is like, like a month ago yeah okay um and uh. then I watched it and he and he goes yeah so Pearl what have you got against Jewish people and like it just started off hard and she was like yeah. she doesn't have like a high intellect so she has a lot yeah, of talking sure. points in her barrel but there's very little behind it you know when there's there's people they've got like a veneer of intellectualism through talking points but yeah. they're incapable of uh, pivoting exactly and so she, a, she's basically yeah. just sitting there like a deer in the headlight shock like she didn't even have any comeback she just was frozen all the time yeah, okay, maybe it's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah just watch it for entertainment, man. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not... Oh, yeah, she's like, yeah. Waste of space type thing. But yeah, yeah. she's a pure talking point. We'll have some like core stats that she's pulled from somewhere. Like how many percentage of women are miners or work in the coal mines? And that's all she's got. And if everyone says, you know, oh, did you something else H3? about a stat. Oh, I think we already talked about that one. H3, nah. Like I don't follow... That was like, embarrassing I'm, for both... Like, I'm interested in terms of, okay, this is a new person to add to the, like, be aware of who mm. is not a thought leader. I'm not going to say thought leader, but, like, has come up, you know, like, yeah, yeah Andrew Tate, some, you know, somehow the algo, the system, the meta consciousness of the internet has brought this up. And, like, okay, I'll, I'll know enough about her, but I'm not going to, like, I've, you know, after, you know, 20 minutes, you're like, okay, this person's a dipshit. But it's interesting to know. Andrew Tate's legacy, from. I think he had a real impact, man. Yeah, for sure. I think he like, awoke, or like uh, this huge bunch of people, and now they, their mindsets changed because of him. Yeah, I guess. I guess people like were influenced by the whole leftist kind of feminist thing, and he was the more you know, rebuttal to that to a degree for, for the boring normie person. So I remember just watching something recently. It was like a Korean dude going on like a date. Like it was kind of a live stream or something. And, you know, the girl's like, oh, what pe- kind of celebrities do you like? And he's like, oh, Andrew Tate, you know, <laughs> like it's kind of like, it's like it's transverse to like Korean people, which are a bit misogynist anyway. Um, uh, See, so this is why I think NPCs should follow Dan Ricardo. Uh, yeah, move it on. Good. So, so because Dan, Dan Ricardo, that if F1 you're an driver. NPC, so you're sort of just living a life that's predetermined for you by societies or your parents or whatever's value. You don't really have original thoughts for yourself. Like that, to me, is the definition of an NPC. Your 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 software is basically implanted on your brain from external sources, right? So you've got no personality. You're adding nothing really to the world. You're just a drone. I think the yeah. the best go, a drone if the best a drone can be, right? This this is this is the premise of my argument. The the pinnacle of a drone, if unless they're going to like snap out of it, which is never going to happen because they don't have the personality, is to be a cheerful, fun-loving Dan Ricardo. 
Yeah, like kind of good-looking dudes who like make little jokes, play little pranks. Yeah, or like uh, they'll sort of roll with you go, hey, NPC, oh, nice haircut. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going for the Ricky Bobby look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, a pu- like a puppy dog, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Labrador. Well, well, Labrador. I think like Labradors a are dog, too you know, like, smart, maybe. But <laughs> yeah, it's like a puppy. Oh, well, I remember I said I hated Dan Ricardo a little while ago, and you're kind of surprised at that. But well, yeah, just because I like him because like, other because Americans like him, and I like that Americans like Australians because they're the kings of the world. I think the only reason to like Daniel Ricardo is probably being the most re- can't the highest potential of potentially being a world champion in a season of F1. For an Australian, yeah, it's, uh, it's last that, few decades, but also he's a good amb- ambassador. Because oh, the he, larrikin, yeah, he doesn't drink out of from the shoe. How Aussies see eat themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah, Aussies see themselves as a fun-loving kind of. They're a little bit. I hope naughty. this is what my hope for Dan Ricardo is, man. What? He invests all his money into something and goes to nothing, and then he gets kicked out of F one and just a poor wash up. Yeah. We, anyway. The only way that's going to happen is if he was in some sort of scandal. So, like, maybe he hooked up with Bernie Eccles. Oh, Bernie Eccleston's not even a power. No, like, invest all money in some bullshit crypto because he's a dumbass or something. He loses it all. But his anyway. brand's so powerful, he could easily just come back and make his money back. I've seen so many people do that, like Alan Ivers. Okay, so he's got to be a scandal. What his money. scandal's going to be? Well, what, what I mean... Really, it's always... Rapist or some shit? It's got to be a rapist. That's the only one. Or, Zero rapist. Oh, no, 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 no. Some old video comes out of him <laughs> a bit younger where he's using the N-word or something. So it's not as bad as... You know what I mean? It's like... It's controversial, but it's not... N-word. Because... Lewis Hamilton or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he's he's on his team radio going, oh, that filthy N-word beat me again or something like that. To like know? Helmut Marko, he's Austrian or German or something and he's like supporting it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, like so Helmut Marko's a, a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's like oh, a, dude. It's got, it's got Nazi vibes to him. Yeah, uh, it's a bit nuanced. <laughs> he's a German <laughs> and he's old and he's harsh. He, he yeah, does have hitler sort of vibes. Yeah, Wait, F1. Hitler was Austrian too. So there you go. Yeah, but then uh, so Schwarzenegger, right. so that evens talking it about, out. Talk about power. You wanted to talk about Korean power celebrity rankings. I don't know what this is about. Oh, so I was just curious because one of the people in the Korean power celebrity rankings is one of my. F- I'm not gonna. Wait, go on. Sorry, it's one of my favorite people. I'm not gonna know this. Well, okay. Who do you, so? I've got the top like. Let's say top 10. Surely you could guess a couple. I don't know. They could be Go. groups as well. So what? These are two Koreans that are dating each other? No, no, no. Power, no. power rankings means they're just celebrities and like how popular they are. All right. Something so how popular 10. they are in, in Korea. And they could be people. They could be artists. They could be groups. So in Korea, not globally. That's right. In Korea. Oh, that's tricky. It's uh, like a, compiled by Forbes Korea. All right. So this isn't... So this can be money as well or what? No, it's like how popular. It's purely how popular they are. Like 
how like big is their like so fan like, base and how much people love them? It's not like the family that owns Samsung and shit like that, right? No, like, no, 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 no. Oh, Celebrities yeah. only. Oh, fuck, I'm going like Jenny Blackpink. Oh, Blackpink's number three. That's not like that's what about the members, man? Okay, so it's just all right. So yeah, so yeah, Blackpink yeah. is so, counted as one person, is it? Well, yeah, that the group is one thing. Uh, BTS as well, though. That's number one. Right. So you got yeah. one and three, man. So number two is someone yeah, I actually you know. know. What's a person? Is it? Yeah, some soccer player or some shit. Yeah, bingo. Yeah, Son Heung-min plays for Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, I got no fucking clue. <laughs> okay. I know my K-pop man. Who else is there? What about JYP? Is he in there? Like Mr. J- Park. J YP. Can't remember he's what the J and Y stands for. Oh, J- oh, <laughs> I don't think he's here. Not in the that top sucks. ten. All right, give me the is, rest. Is that? Right, is I'll that, see if I know them. Okay, so you got BTS, Song Hyun Ming, um, Blackpink, Song Joon yeah. Ki, U J Suk, no. Lim <laughs> Young Wung, Son <laughs> Suk. It's like you're fucking <laughs> doing. A fucking tourist thing, and you like. By the way, I'm just making. I'm bus. making. I'm making all of these names up. Jang right. Min Ho, Jang Young Jong, Young Tak. Okay. And then it goes. Sweet how. Then yeah. there's a park and lots of Kim's, Parks, Lees. All right. Do you Sweet know? How, like, I, they, wait, Yuna is number yeah. nineteen. Did you say her? Why double O N A? Yeah. Nineteen. There's a few units though. Oh, is it? I I U. Oh, I U. I know she's a singer. She used okay. to be in a group. Somehow, I know. What about I V E? I. Oh, is it I? No, nah, I don't okay. know. I V E. Uh, let me look it up. <laughs> oh, it's I a mean, girl group. It's it's weird how they like, gr- group the girl groups to, like the groups together, but the individuals they're like, still in individuals. Like, well, I guess. I don't know how it fucking works over there, but I, I'm assuming that if you you would like to group and you would identify with the group rather than artists within the group, like but then everyone likes the Spice the Girls. It's not like yeah, people would be like, oh, I love Ginger Spice. They'd be like, I love the Spice Girls and maybe No, nah, but you could rank them, right? Like, I was doing yeah, like your favorite would girls. be maybe Baby Spice, but yeah, everyone would just yeah. be like, I like the Spice Girls. It's like, Baby posh ginger and like on the bottom is probably scary and sporty. Are you talking about like hotness or what? Just celebrity power. That's what you're talking about, man. Oh, okay. For celebrity power, ginger would definitely be number one. Maybe posh, man, with Beckham. (sighs) Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like in peak spot, that was she she actually got with Beckham post peak Spice Girls though. Did she? Yeah, it was. Po- like, it was it, like late nineties, yeah. and peak Spice Girls is like like ninety six, I reckon, or ninety five. Yeah, there's like a Beckham documentary on uh yeah, Netflix now. Oh, did you? I I think yeah, I watched one episode. Oath, Maybe I'll watch. What it was what it was good? Well, no, no, no. Uh, like fucking oath. Like I I definitely watched it because you're a sucker. Well, it's really also good. the nostalgia thing, man. Like, it fully transported me. And that's why I started playing PlayStation 2 games again. Because I, I fucking got <laughs> stuck in this bloody nostalgia black hole. And then I started, like, listening to 90s music and shit when I'm walking down the street. Like, it's... 
It would be depressing, but fuck, it's super comforting. So, so you digged it. You dig like, def- like well, I don't, like I don't. F- it's not perfect, yeah. man, because it was produced by an American. So they make it super oh, okay. accessible, and they they sort of dumb a lot of shit down. But yeah, the, for sure, the, the first episode like is the best. That's the best because that's okay. full nineties. It's all in the nineties, and they talk about Eric Cantona. I'm pretty sure they play like like song two by Blur in the background. Like this is when. <laughs> right. Manchester United yeah. are like peak Man United is in the 90s. I think if you fetishize one culture, I think it's the UK. That's yeah. where yours is at, right? Yeah, 90s UK specifically. Yeah. It's like Oasis, Manchester United in the 90s with Eric Cantona, like all that shit, man. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like I don't, I'm not on that bandwagon. Yeah, but I yeah, know. I watch, like mine is like just off the top of my head, which is very, very cliche, probably 2000s Japan. <laughs> See, I've got no fucking clue what that even is. Yeah, like you watch like the, the like Anime? movies back then. Is that like Techno Little Man? Bit. No, Techno like Man's initial, 90s. Like Initial D. I wonder if oh, okay, Death yeah, Note yeah. and stuff. Like I'm not super anime, but like the films and stuff and just the vibe and how the, you know, I don't know. Anyway, Japanese, yeah, that, like it's always a low budget, but like creative vibe and their photography and you know ability super high you know it's just and the film you know things are shot back in film it's like Gran Turismo Metal Gear Solid by Hideo Kojima that's the only western shit that like full crossed over that I relate to like 90s has got a good vibe too yeah because 90s and 2000s that's like peak cars that is by far peak cars yeah cars too Uh, but yeah just film and stuff Uh, anyway yeah (laughs) But it's like even well, Ali G no. sort of like mixes in with that and fucking I can't think of what else was big, but all that shit, man. But don't you get nostalgia for like the two thousands? Like a little bit. Like I see like Gen Z like recently on TikTok. It's a different it's like vibe a year though. Ago. It's a, the nostalgia isn't the same. Yeah. Because I think I'm getting a bit more now for the two thousands. Like the bubble aesthetic of like IT and shit, the grey and mm. like blue bubbles and no, nah, don't get me wrong, man. Like, I love the music from that time and, like, I love my all my favourite TV shows and naughties as well. Yeah. And they're all fucking uh, British. Like, you think about, like, Peep Show, Nathan Barley, yeah. uh, Mighty there's Boosh. Some, fucking there's some references for some people. <laughs> uh, Nathan Barley, look that one up. Yeah. All right, so Korean Power Celebrity Rankings. Yeah, it's just weird how they just group Blackpink because within Blackpink, there is kind of like a hierarchy and like a separation between the members. Like some members are... Well, maybe the production like, company's like, I don't want you guys to separate them. I doubt it. Like if you're making your own list, just fucking do whatever you want. Because I've, yeah, you've got like Jenny... How yeah. does Forbes make their money? But it would be... It would get you more... Mm. I guess for a Western palette, just going BTS number one, it's like digestible and that can lead to headlines. You know, people reproduce it going BTS number one. But if you said like a BTS member, like most of the West wouldn't know who the fuck is in BTS. Like, I don't even know who's in BTS. All right. Well, the title of this pod will just fucking rope in all the K pop people and it'll be like BTS robbed or something like that. But I think if you're into K-pop, you want to talk about who in Blackpink is number one and who's the bottom, okay, uh, and why. Uh, and you who was the bottom of the Spice Girls? 
That's what I was saying, man. It's got to be scary no. or sporty. Sporty. Yeah. But the scary <laughs> is probably second bottom, right? Even though, even though sporty had by far the best voice. Like she was yeah, the one doesn't that matter, man. she and she was like the one they had to bring in there that could actually like hit all the high notes and shit for when they're in the yeah. studio. But uh, and sporty's not even like feminine, you know what I mean? No. So it doesn't like you automatically are low rank and mm. scary as well. Like you know, it's just like you're black. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're, you're I'm gonna cross the road spice. if I see you. You are, you are scary. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> but that's what they're doing, man. That that was the. This is what's, yeah. That's what's that's why it's scary. Yeah, you're right. What, microaggression. It's more than a microaggression. You know, that's a. So what about baby spice? What's that meant to mean? Some pedophilic bullshit. Yeah. Wearing, like, <laughs> that's the obvious what's take. The, what's the what's that hair when you got them on, like on side to side, not pigtails or whatever. Maybe it's pigtails. Oh yeah, because that was like a bit of a nineties thing. It's like that's just pedo shit, man. Yeah, fuck. I don't know, man. Like it reminds me of the girl from fucking. Do you remember Sneaker Pimps? You remember that song Six Underground? Remember no. Recovery? You're Fuck, right. I'm getting more and more niche by the second man. Yeah. Dylan Lewis, Sneaker. man, Recovery. <laughs> yeah, I know. Eyebrow ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's the aesthetic of the 90s. It's like the girls had, like, very colorful clothes and, like, pigtails and shit, or they'd even do braids and stuff. Yeah. I guess so. Anyway. Let's uh, what was it? Posh? Uh, Ginger? Ginger's just fucking a weird one as well. Yeah, but she had, she had my, big hooters, so. I wonder if that would, I probably wouldn't go down these days if you called someone ginger and scary and shit. Actually, you know, the last time I saw Ginger Spice was in the Gran Turismo movie. She plays She you know plays the mum. to now. Yeah, Horner. That's probably, that's why she got the role in the Gran Turismo movie for sure. Oh, uh, you watched that new Gran Turismo movie? Uh, I watched about 30 minutes. I'm like, I cannot watch this anymore. I was like, this is... Yeah. I started playing PlayStation 2 games and I was playing Gran Turismo. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch the movie. I'm full in the... Yeah, I'm in the Gran Turismo vibe. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like Gran Turismo at all. It just feels like a shit movie. The director is like good, right? He did that South African shit, whatever it was. Oh, the fucking... The fucking prawns, that guy. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck's that movie? Chappie? No, Chappie's Neil the other one. Blomkamp. That's the one. I come from the Netherlands to exploit the black man. <laughs> no, he's, he's fucking... He's Afrikaans. He's from... You know how, like, right? all the Historic. white people in... In South Africa, either English or Dutch descent. Look, you're, I know you're the connoisseur of South African culture. Come on, man. Shit, everyone man. knows that. No, I wouldn't say so. You didn't know, like, anyway. they went to war with each other. I don't know. I don't, I don't the only know, thing that united I, them was their mutual hatred for the, for the blacks. All I know is Nelson Mandela. That's all, you know. Yeah. I'm R. on R. the R. Oprah Winfrey history like lesson on south africa dude that's my i went on a fucking nelson mandela wormhole the other night you know i was like trying to go to sleep and watching tiktok and i see this tiktok of nelson mandela talking to the queen elizabeth and like what is this like 93 or some shit or? no uh might may, may have been like late 90s or early noughties or some shit like yeah yeah nelson mandela had a walking stick so he's pretty old okay yeah but he's like he's sort of like charming her he goes, oh, yeah. Elizabeth, 
every time I see you, you look even younger. And she like giggles like a schoolgirl. And then all the comments are like, oh, he's such a charm. And then I started, oh, you know, you go to the comments of TikTok and the top search thing comes to the top and it's like Mandela and Queen Elizabeth that I click on that and start watching them all. There's all these videos of him chatting to her at like balls and stuff where he's like charming her. Did and she then, keep her gloves on? That's the question. Oh, did, <laughs> How often did she have the gloves on? Man? Yeah, that's that's a classy way of putting it. I almost went super <laughs> crude there, but I would never go further super with the crude. queen. <laughs> crude. I, w- <laughs> I would never say anything bad about the queen. Uh, I'm wondering what you're interpreting now. I was just interpreting that she's a racist. but I Oh, I racist. thought you meant like jacking him off. <laughs> 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 like, well, as in tell. like she's the queen so she's like i will jack you off but i must not touch your skin like sort of thing yeah. like, these are 200 year old silk <laughs> gloves from the royal from hand whoever. shall never touch the black man's the cock ro- <laughs> yeah, <that's> a- <laughs> like so she has to wear gloves but like there's all these videos of her like giggling at his jokes and like they're in groups of people and there's all these like white upper class men like going, oh ma'am, you like trying to make all these jokes. She just ignores them and Mandela goes, oh, well, you've you've been too busy to even think about that, ma'am. And then she just laughs at his joke and ignores yeah. all the other royal guys. And I was like, for some reason, I just, I liked it. It's like it really humanized her. Yeah, anyways, I, think about it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... Fuck, the hot take, man, is to say good things about the Royals because it's like it's low-hanging fruit to say bad shit about them. Like, if you want to be cool these days, you gotta you got to be the contrarian. you got to say the Royals yeah, I know. are cool. you got to be Red Scare, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but didn't, like I've seen footage of uh, like some guys riding their mountain bikes through some field and they just bump into Prince Charles and like speak to him for like uh, like two or three minutes. You've seen that video? And what, so or King Charles, I should say. Oh fuck yeah, he's our our king. Yeah, it's like a two month old video. No, my king. And he's just like, he's just like an old dude, basically going, "Oh yes, you know, down that hill is some hut or something." And like, "Oh yeah, we've been there." Like, just I don't know. That reminds weird. me of the Rishi Sunak when he's young. You seen that video where he's talking about how, you know, I'm who? friends Rishi Sunak. I don't know who that is. He's man. the prime minister of the UK. He's Indian oh yeah, no, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. And he's like know, a like, right-wing Yeah, Yeah, he's an Indian dude, Tory, investment banker. Tory. Yeah, yeah, super rich. And he's like talking, this is when he's, I think it may be at uni, and he's got like a even more posh accent back then. He's like, you know, because I've got upper-class friends, I've got uh, middle-class friends, I've got working-class friends, and then, he, and then he backtracks and goes, well, not working-class friends, but, you know, you can be friends with anyone, and like that, that clip's gone viral because it's like, oh, not working class. Like, why would I be friends with yeah, working know. class? Yeah. But yeah, um, sure. that's the sort of vibes I get. It's like I could imagine someone like that getting off on chatting to what they perceive as the common man. Like, are you oh, there? Me. I'm, Prince, I'm the king. Well, and he's always had this vibe where he's a little bit lefty. Like, he wants yeah, to do environmental the shit. I, I think in his identity mm. or like his view of himself he's like he's a man of the people even though he's the fucking king you're saying playing ps2 games again right yeah i've been playing gran turismo man it's uh it's pretty crazy it? i thought if anything else oh wait was that my topic no 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 it's just you seem like you brought up like four times and it's never kind of resolved 
Oh, just that uh, I went into this weird wormhole over the last week of like hardcore nostalgia where I was only consuming media from like the noughties and nineties sort of era. Yeah, yeah, you're saying before. And I was like, it sort of scared me how comforting it was and how much I like it. It felt, it really feels like it was a better time. That's all I got, man. Well, (laughs) all right, we can skip that then. I think (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to go, yeah, man, I got this cool game that was blah, 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 and like it only came out, like, you know. Like, no, basically, yeah. I just like got a PS2 emulator and started like playing a fuckload of games. I'm like, man, these games are fucking good. I don't think games have got yeah. better, and like the graphics have barely even improved. So I feel like on the depreciating game uh, gains or whatever it's called, depreciating value. What the fuck is that? You know, like what? when you you draw a curve. Like, say you're trying to buy a new graphics card. There's a point at yeah. which the more money you spend, you're barely getting more performance. What do you call that? Yeah, I know what you mean. Depreciating yeah. gains or whatever. Um, yeah, like cars and shit as well. You can buy a car for 20 grand or you could buy one for like a million dollars and what's utility, you know? Yeah, or like the difference... 50 be- times. The difference yeah. between a car that's 10 grand and one that's 30 is way bigger than one that's 100 to 130. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, or 100 to 200, even these PS2 games graphically, I feel like they got it was a huge improvement. Like before PS1, there was no 3D, then PS1 was like the first 3D proper console. PS2 was like really good, and then it sort of barely ever got better. Like the difference between two PS2 and PS3, and even now, it's not that much difference, man. Yeah, no. Like, what's the what's the dip? Like, I'm playing Gran Turismo Four, and I'm like, these graphics are fucking sick. Yeah, no, graphics are better and stuff, and everything's a bit more blockbuster. But you know, there's a lot more kind of soul in some PS2 games, especially like yeah. Japanese kind of stuff. And that's the problem. Like, I really hate American design games. Like, they lack that. They're always like trying to get as many people involved as possible, rather than like the weird eccentric freak that's just designing his vision. For some reason, yeah, I know. Like Hideo Kojima doesn't exist in America, and for some reason, he was able to produce the biggest Japanese games of all time. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's like the fetishization of Japan. Though. Can I just say Hideo Kojima is the guy that did the Metal Gear Solid franchise? Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh but like, there's a lot of Japanese stuff like that. Like, I don't know if you watch Berserk, the anime, right? But it's a, no. like a kind of what you'd say. Is it about Scandinavians? Like, no, nah, it's like. What do you call it? Medieval like knight type thing. Like that's really butchering it, right? Mm. Like he's got a sword, right? Uh but like the sword is like Oh, like what do you call it? Like a knight. A bit oh, like a so knight like or a, so like a European rogue. sort of medieval. Yeah, but it's more it gets more like deep philosophical and all that shit. Okay. Right? But it's, it's like alternate kind of universe him- type thing. Oh no, it's like yeah, it's not history. Like there's a lot of fantasy and like evil like and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But it's essentially, you know, he's a strong man and, you know, he has to save someone and he'll kill like a hundred people coming at him, you know, with his sword and shit. Yeah, yeah. But like but like the sword is like bigger than he is. But it's just like the Japanese are kind of like, you know what'd be cool? Let's just make the sword massive. You yeah, know it's, what like mean? Like it's like Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like Cloudy's yeah, got Final this Final gigantic sword that if he's running, it's like hitting the ground on his back. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like that shit. It's just like, it's like something about, you know, Japanese just gone, it's cool, so we're just going to do it. Rather than Fuck like... Fuck, man, I'm going to get in Final the West. Fantasy VII and start playing that again, I reckon. Yeah, rather than like in the West, like it's cool, but oh, it's not really practical. But maybe it's just a fetishization of Japan. I think that's an American thing, that. though. That's very American. They're, they're this super rational culture. Yeah, maybe. They're always like, it's got to be bigger. It's got to be better. Is that making it bigger and better? Well, let's cull it then, if not. But but I think it might just be us because we're like used to the weird shit we do. You know what I mean? Whereas we th- look at Japan as like the other and like, oh, they do weird shit. They're so weird. But like, like in Australia, for example, you had like Tucker bag, like a fucking grocery store that's mascot was a paper bag with eyes and shit and he's like i'm yeah. the tucker bag <laughs> you, love that you know what i mean ken bruce yeah, is just going like, mad yeah yeah to us it's like oh that's just some weird quirky shit right but if japan did something like that oh my god japan's so fucking crazy we could never do that but they probably look at our stuff going you know what the fuck are they you know they're doing weird shit too uh, well i don't know the ads it. the ads is it's a sort of weird one there's weird ads everywhere yeah, for sure. But in terms of oh. games and stuff like that, like games, I'm keenly aware that whenever there's there's exceptions, but is Rockstar, you know, Rockstar that created Grand yeah. Theft Auto. You know what I'd I think say about those, Rockstar, man? What do you think? I was in Hong Kong, right, and I got a taxi, and it's like the typhoon was kicking off, and there was a woman driver the taxi, and she had like leather gloves on. She's kind of hot, probably like forty or whatever, but she had like an air freshener that was Rockstar. But she wasn't from Hong Kong. She came from like Shenzhen just to be a taxi driver. I just thought that was kind of cool. I don't know. A chick who... No, like I'm literally kind of imagining my life with her. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. She's uh, a bit of a bitch as well. But you know what I mean? No, like in my mind, I'm like, yeah. If she's like 40, it means I have to give up on my dream of kids. But maybe that's okay. Yeah, like kind of bad. If I get to you be know, happy. That Chinese badass, like you're a taxi driver interstate, it's t- typhoon. You got leather gloves on though. Yeah, I know. You like mummy. Rockstar games, yeah. like, like Western it's like a GTA. Cool you probably like. Yeah. And you're driving a taxi, is and being a GTA fan, I didn't think about that as well. Uh, but anyway, you're talking about Rockstar because she's like older. I reckon she'd let you get away with shit, and because she drives a taxi, I could like text yeah, her and be fantasy. like, "I'm drunk again. Can you drive me home?" Yeah, the fantasy like, would be is like a you're mess. the rich. White Western man, like yes, I could. Anyway, this is. <laughs> oh, you're about weird. to say I'm gonna and shit like that. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that's where you were going. You, thought she might find you interesting because of the difference in cultures. Oh, misogynistic pig. Now I have to edit this out. Fuck. No, you don't. Uh, but what were you talking about, Rockstar? Um, yeah, so that's that's like an exception to the American rule where they actually made a quality game. Where they go into like weird yeah. details because that's what I associate with like a game of passion is where they do go into all these details that no one would necessarily see. And you go, wow, yeah, someone put a lot of time into something that no one would ever see. That's really cool. And they've got like humor and shit in there. Look, man, yeah, I guess so. it's I'm kind of anti-American though. media, but... Rock Duke Nukem and stuff as well from the nineties. There's heaps of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll backtrack on uh, everything right, I said now. Let's go to the final topic. All right. It's a it's a glorious day for history, or was a few days ago, or whatever. Was Mr. It? Beast 
hit 200 million subscribers. Yes. Thank God that art prevails, man. You know what it's, I mean? It's, like it's a, good, man. Like everyone will remember where they were at that time. It's like a good touchstone for our generation. Yeah. I I, like, what, what did you do? I just had some friends over and... Yeah. I was watching the video and like started to cry when he had the... Uh, the hundred people locked in a room get a million dollar video. Like I thought, you yeah. know, how did he think of this like uh, radio station type competition <laughs> and pull it off, man? He pulled it off. He's amazing. I don't, I, I don't even know what's his latest video. Do you know? Like the only one I know of is the, the only on. one I know of is the fucking the Squid Game. That's the Squid Game video of his is the only one I ever watched. Okay, guess like I don't know what his latest one is. Let's just try to guess what it is. All right, let me okay. Let me try to guess what it is. Um, some I'm gonna guess. Okay, this is my guess. They get no, that's too played out. Oh, you know what? I'll go for a super played out one. They get some celebrity chef, and yeah, he okay. makes a five star meal using like cat food and dog food and stuff. <laughs> this- no, and he I tries to convince. Mr. Beast. <laughs> yeah, okay. Is that too risque? That's just. It's, just, <laughs> no, it's either blown up shit, some hide and seek for a million dollars, some competition where people got to wait somewhere, or yeah, I reckon it's probably blown up some. You don't reckon? I don't know, do anyway. you don't reckon people would watch it? Like, say it's a competition. It's Mr. Beast versus a five star chef, and and the judges have to judge who has made the best meal but the five-star chef mr beast gets to choose his ingredients for him and he chooses like pet food and shit Nah, it's not that's too complex see the blowing shit oh, up is it? okay i reckon it's gonna be uh another hide and seek somewhere and it's like a million dollars and it's got like different ages or some shit all right here we go one dollar versus a hundred million dollar house. So he's just comparing cheap houses. Oh, so it's just dollars. Expensive. Yeah. I feel like my I'd rather watch my idea than that shit. Then he's got one about stunts, and then he's got a dollar versus a hundred million dollar car. So they're just basically him and his buddies as so like personalities. I actually want to see it now, man. Because I reckon you could, <laughs> you know, like sometimes you you'd watch those dog food ads and you go, man, those are big chunks of meat. Like it kind of looks tasty. You make that into like a meat pie or something. Okay. I think you mean the one million, $1 versus $100 million car. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You're talking about... Turning no, sorry. I've gone back to my stupid food. idea, which yeah. is like a... You're, a you're back in idea. your head. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see Gordon Ramsay make a pie out of dog food. Yeah, well, like, like even... eat it? No, remember Heston's Feasts? Yeah, but does someone eat the shit that you're talking about? I don't get the end goal of it. No, no, no. Like... like it's Mr. Beast, like it's an amateur chef, and he gets to use whatever ingredients what he, he wants. He goes to like a Walmart, maybe Walmart paying for the advertising, and he goes, and I'm going to go against Gordon Ramsay, and we're going to see who can impress these judges that have no idea what the ingredients are. We see who the judges are going to pick as the best food. The only catch is Gordon Ramsay has to use the ingredients I get him, and I'm only going to give him pet food. So like cat food, dog food. I'm so fucking lost, but let's just, let's just go with it. So like it's a cooking competition, no, no. like Master Chef, except the top yeah. chef has to use like dog Animal food. <laughs> and, yeah. And like he can use pastry and shit. So like maybe he can be like 
Gordon Ramsay could be like, so, so I, I'm gonna, this, uh, you know what? Wait. These these idiot fucking judges won't even know the difference between a four and twenty meat pie and dog food because four and twenty is fucking <laughs> dog food anyway. And fancy feasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all seen the ads. I'm gonna make fancy feasts truly fancy and give the judges an experience they'll never forget. Like you know what I mean? And then you You're could really sh- going you, off with your fantasy. You could cut in. Yeah. You could cut in like clips of the ads of like the. The cat's like chowing down on the food and then you show clips of the judges chowing down on the food. Because <laughs> the more. judges don't know it's pet food. That's why it's good. And I then, guess it has to be safe though. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I mean, maybe they would get more views if like it comes out on news.com that the judges sued Gordon Ramsay because they got, got poisoning or something. Yeah, I think... Imagine if they got like rabies tricked. or some shit. That'd be... You'd we can you get rabies from pet food? I don't think so. No, nah, I don't know. I was trying to think of... I was, couldn't think something of any... transmittable. It'd be some bacterial... Uh, yeah, like or trichinosis or whatever it is. You know that Rogan cat piss one that he always talks about? No, I don't watch Rogan, man. Rogan is... This is yeah. from like 10 years ago. He'd always talk about the cat piss that all Brazilians have been infected by this bacteria. Oh, the brain virus type shit. That was kind of hot. That was hot like 10 years ago. Yeah, and it made like like the rats... 10% of cat owners... The rats got attracted to cat piss. Oh, that one. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah, and it's the same Uh, thing. Yeah, I thought you meant... Or it's like, it's either trichinosis or diverticulitis or some shit like that. Loves all that shit. And he goes, and it makes the women like super submissive and it makes the men super aggressive. Like he loves that stuff. Yeah, that primal kind of appeal to nature. Yeah, and he loves shit. he loves this idea of like cavemen just just ravaging women. He, he always or yeah. even he'll talk He's about like rapist, chimps. Man. He'll talk right. about like alpha chimps just Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You reckon he's got to be a closet rapist? Reagan. Well, he's a bit chimpish. I mean, even yeah, the start of yeah. his show, he's like, hoo, hoo, hoo. like he, he, and he looks like a chimp too. He's got some weird. Oh, that's chimp racist. Finish. He does, man. You know, he's got a like bald head. You're saying that because he's muscle half mass. Uh, okay, let's. If we're talking about chimp and stuff, uh, Logan Paul f- fight and Tommy Fury and KSI. Did you want to give us give the people an update? So another YouTube boxing match. Yeah, so Logan Paul defeated Tommy Fury. I thought it was KSI. Oh, okay. Did he? Yep. Then you know, I think I talked about it, but you know why how I know Tommy Fury, right? Because he was on Love was Island? It? Yeah, that's it. Was he? You ever watched that? Yeah. I knew he was on one of the reality shows. I didn't know which one. He got with the blonde girl. He's a fucking Molly May. really good looking dude. Yeah, I know, but he's an airhead. Yeah, uh, yeah, big time. Well, he's only yeah. he's Tyson Fury's half brother, and obviously Tyson Fury got all the fucking Neanderthal genes that made him an amazing fighter, the, probably the greatest yeah. ever. And Tommy Fury, I'm guessing his mum was like a beauty queen or something that his dad got cheated some good with eyes or something. And shit. Yeah, got sy- symmetry somehow. Yeah. yeah, it's like that Beckham documentary that I only watched the first episode. Like yeah, they had like a clip dude. in there where some dude's like, you know, you don't have to be smart to be a footballer, you know, but you have to be like a a smart footballer. Like, so I mean, you can be a bimbo, but if you have like the brains for doing playing good football, that's important. 
Mm. But they just, they just kind of dump that kind of clip in there to kind of like at the start we're gonna like nip this in the bud. We <laughs> yeah, all know okay. Beckham's a retard, <laughs> right? We all know Beckham's a retard, but we're just gonna you know, get rid of that now. Yeah, and say hey, it's it's all right to be a retard. You can be a good footballer, so that the audience is kind of like forget whenever you see that he's a bimbo, the vibe is bim- bimbo. Don't worry about it. With like his fake white teeth and all that shit, dude. After that documentary, I came out of it going, man, I love Beckham. He's yeah, I've only watched one episode. Like, I don't know shit about just, Beckham. He's just like, such an awesome guy. And then after that documentary, all these YouTube videos start coming out and go, like, all about how was Beckham underrated? Do people realize how good Beckham was? Yeah. Like, everyone loves him now. It was it's exactly the same as the Last Dance, but not not as good. Last Dance F one is was it? No, Last Dance Last was Dance? uh the the Jordan uh, documentary. That was pretty oh, massive. Okay. Or same with the F1 thing, whatever the fuck that's called, where they oh, followed F1 for the whole season. Yeah, like supposedly that boosted, you know, F1 numbers massively. And I remember when it first came out, I had like, you know, women that don't look like they're into cars at all and saying they're now into F1, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, because of that, so, the fucking F1 tickets cost a fucking motor now. Yeah, with a whole new management and shit. I told you about how so, much they cost, right? I don't know, but back when we watched it, like, yeah, how much did like that 2008? cost? 2008. I think like 125 bucks for general admission, like a one day. Are you like serious? On race day. Did it really cost that much? Yeah. I thought it was way cheaper. Yeah. Dude, I've been telling least... people, oh, back when I used to go, you know, <laughs> ages ago, it was 30 bucks. $8.50. <laughs> I seriously <laughs> thought it was like 30 bucks because we're like standing on the grass all day. No, it's probably 75 to 100 But I remember somehow I got them cheaper, like from people online who were like, oh, selling today type bullshit. Well, I remember Thursday uh, used to be free. Yeah. It's anyway, definitely not, not get free into, like, now. old man podcast. And a, and a Mars bar I could get for 80 cents. So. Yeah, okay. I thought Drive to Survive was making the tickets expensive, but I guess they're always expensive. Yeah, it's always been the pseudo luxury bullshit, you know, like like expensive watches and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like a thing to do and yeah, as Noel Gallagher said, once the squares get involved, you're massive. <laughs> All right, shall we end it on that high note? Yeah. We've, we've got UK. to get the squares involved, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh we'll see. All right, everyone. This has been a bit chaotic and yeah. whatever, but no, it's your fault for we'll listening. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Right, peace.